Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to season one, episode five of the What Suits You podcast. My name is John Suter. And I'm Madison, his daughter. Well, hi, Maddie. It's been quite a week. I know. It's been an insane week. Yeah. I mean, I have to tell you that um, I was all in on watching the Japan Grand Prix. But then the race started. It got red flagged. Then there was like this delay. Finally, I had to go to bed. So the question, the big question is, did you stay up and watch the whole thing? I stayed up until 5 a.m. And what does that mean? Did you make it through the whole thing? That means I made it through the whole thing. And then I had to debrief. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so what are the big takeaways there? I mean, I know that everybody was fired up because um, what's his name from uh, Alpha Tori almost crashed into a tractor that was on the track, right? Yes. Yes. Pierre? Okay. Pierre. Well, first of all, I feel like we should talk about the buildup to the race, but okay. because Pierre Gasly has it's been officially released that Pierre Gasly will now be racing for Alpine next season. Okay. The man who broke the news, someone you might be familiar with was Fabrizio Romano. He is the soccer guy that breaks all the soccer news and he broke the F1 news. So that was kind of fun. Wow. So in, so next year, Alpha Tori will have Nick DeVries and Yuki Tsunoda as their drivers. Now, Coming into the Japanese Grand Prix at Suzuka, it's rainy, it's rainy, it's rainy. It's, ba- it's rainy the whole and time. And they're on wets, right? They only they're have on one, wets. Do they only have one type of wets? No. Or, oh, they, they have, have wets like, and then intermediates. Ah, okay. Yes. So for those so, of you who don't know, this is <clears throat> the wet tires are the tires that Formula One drivers use to drive in the rain. And they actually mm-hmm. have grooves in them. Yeah, so and they unlike expel. NASCAR and IndyCar, which actually stop in the rain, Formula One keeps going, Correct. which is another reason to watch. Correct. They have to. Yeah. And um, yes, so the race starts. It's wet. You know, it's great. First corner, Max Verstappen must have had like a mind blank or something was wrong with this car because his he didn't accelerate very fast off the line, but he regains the lead with Charles and. Then Carlos Sainz crashes. He loses control of the car and he crashes into the sidewall. And so that puts out the safety car. And well, under the safety car, it was still raining. The visibility was not good at all. Pierre Gasly was driving past the incident and there was a tractor on the track that you could barely see. Now, yeah. this is important for multiple reasons. One, because it's dangerous. Like not only... Formula One drivers are risking their lives and then it, the risk goes higher when it's wet. And when you have a tractor on the track that, that puts a, their, not only their lives, the driver's lives at risks, but also the risk of the stewards and the marshals who are cleaning up the track. And the tractor is the thing that lifts the car, car out of yeah. the way. Yeah. And in, previously, in the previous weekend at Singapore, there was also some concern because there was a marshal on the track as well. And basically... Pierre couldn't see the tractor until it was too late. And people were like, the FIA was like, actually, Pierre was speeding under the safety car. So da, 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 da. that well, doesn't. So it turns out that he had collected debris on his car during yep. the safety car. He went into pit to get the debris off his car and replace his nose cone. And then just like we have in NASCAR, 
in the United States. He was trying to catch up to the line of traffic. Yeah. So he was hauling his bacon around that track. Yeah. Yes. And it was where he was like slowing down in the process of slowing down when the yeah. tractors was on track. This is also important because unfortunately in 2014 at the same track, Suzuka, um, there was a tractor on track and Jules Bianchi, who was a Formula One driver, crashed into the tractor. And ultimately that would crash leaded to his death in July of the following year. Ah. And so that is also just something that Again, that shouldn't have happened. It was also that time when the discussion of the halo started and yeah. Jules Bianchi it, it lost his life because of the tractor on the track, the same track. And it was, the anniversary was on Saturday or on Friday. Oh, so this was, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of emotion. Was, in yes, exactly. And the drivers were all fired up. Yep. And so hopefully that gets resolved. Yeah. Now, the race has a two hour red flag. Yes. And I... I am losing my mind at this point because the race doesn't start until 3.30 in the, in the morning when it should have been ended. Yeah. Now that finishes, Max, Max Verstappen wins the race. Because but he, he knew he won, he won the race. He knew he won the race. He won the race, first of all, by 20 seconds. Oh, no, crushed it. Crushed it. He knew he won the race, but nobody knew if he had the points because the FIA had not released whether or not this race was going to have half points or full points because of the two hour car, the two hour red flag. Oh so my he, the FIA, first of all, just didn't do their job. Yeah. And again. again, he goes into the cool down room. People are like, you, you're world champion. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not the world champion. I'm not the world champion. And everybody's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, everybody's telling me something different. I don't think I won the championship. And eventually someone from the FIA is like, you did win the championship. And he's like, oh, okay. And that's how he found out he won. So, so I saw a number of graphics leading up to the start of the original race, which indicated a certain number of points would be awarded if a certain percentage of the race finished. Yes. And what was interesting is I didn't realize that Formula One operates under a time limit. Mm -hmm. So once the race starts, it has three hours to complete, right? Mm -hmm. No matter Correct. what. Yeah. So it's possible to win a Formula One race and not, and not win the full race, which is true in other auto sports, mm -hmm. but you could actually be timed out. Yes. And you that's win the what race happened. at the end of time. Yeah. That's what happened. And that was also chaos because drivers didn't know if the race was over yet, nor did Jeez. the engineers. So, but congratulations, Max Verstappen. Second back-to-back world championships huge great that's great for him jazzed yeah. up yep that was really good because he's just been in a league of his own this year so that's he has been was that his 13th race one or his 12th yes. it's one or the Thir other 12 or 13 yeah. i'm not quite sure but league i think of his it's own. 12 because he's got four races left yep and if he wins one more he'll set the record of most races won in the season or something like yeah that. something like that so yeah. that's exciting um yeah so that was that was the Japanese Grand Prix. Now, now here's the question. There's been some controversy, obviously, at Formula One, but yeah. leading up to the Japanese Grand Prix, there's like this thing going on about Red Bull and whether or not they spent money over the cap. So yes. here's another thing that a lot of folks don't realize, and that is Formula One, much like football, has a cap and you can't spend over it, right? Correct. And so, so did Red Bull spend over it or did they not? 
it was investigation into Red Bull and Aston Martin. They released the report today on Monday, the FIA, and they found that Red Bull had spent one to two million dollars over the budget cap. And so that's less than 5% of the budget cap. It's so minor. And Red Bull has framed it like they have spent, they spent that extra $1 million on catering ah. and food. So, I mean, it, who it, knows? Who knows? It adds up. You're feeding a lot of people. Now, what we don't know is Aston Martin was found to have a procedural breaking of the budget cap. Uh. So, so what no do you one, mean? They, they counted wrong or something? I don't do we know. know what that means. No one really knows what it means. The only thing people are focusing on right now is that Red Bull must be eating so well. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, did they breach the cap last season or this season? Last season. And so if they do deduct, if the FIA deducts championship, it would be constructor points. Oh, no. so Max would still have I the believe championship so. one, but Red Bull would lose points in the constructor Structure, which won't yeah. matter because they would need yeah. to lose over 200 to lose second place. Yeah. And But actually, the punishment, no one really knows because one of the punishments can also just be like a public apology. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. who's to say? Oh, the drama of Formula One continues. Now, uh, was anybody in Japan actually witnessing this race or did they all go home because of the rain? Like, oh, did we have any celebs? I don't, I don't know if we had any, well, the Japanese prime minister was there. Oh, he was. Yes. And the Japanese fans, they're lovely. Everybody loves going to Japan because Suzuka is such a cool track and the fans are just so nice and welcoming. And so no one really left throughout, like the grandstands wow. were still packed, but must have and been they couldn't soggy. see hardly anything either because no. there was so much Rain. water vapor being whipped yeah. up by the cars that it was mm -hmm. really, really hard, hard to see. Wow. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. All right. I guess that just to cap off a, a hectic Formula One week, we know, Maddie, that you are desperately sad and feeling, feeling really, really awful about the fact that it looks like that your boy, Danny Rick, will not be driving Formula One next year. Yeah. And this hurts because just on a multitude of levels, he's my favorite driver. He's the reason I started watching Formula One. He's best friends with my favorite snowboarder. He, he's an all around legend. He want, his dream was just to race in Las Vegas. He won't be able to do that. So to order in order to solve just a partial bit of my sadness, he is releasing a merch collection that is rodeo themed on Wednesday that I will oh. be purchasing something from it. And I'm about to lose so much money for one sweatshirt, but now uh, is that I, his personal yeah. theme or is it through Red Bull? Uh, it's his personal theme. Yeah. His personal side quest. Yeah. Oh, great. Yep. All right. Well, moving on from Formula One, we should get to European football. Yes. And uh, it was a busy weekend in European football, busy week. And actually, the week continues tomorrow and Wednesday. But the good news is our Spurs beat Brighton. Thank God. Thank God. And it feels like, you know, there's some angst. There's always angst being a Spurs fan, first of all. Yep. However, it feels like they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. Yeah. They're third in the standings. They're four points off of the lead. Yep. And uh, obviously that's the team that other team from North London that we shall not mention. Not um, important. But it seems like they're at least stable. Now, the question is, do they have Frankfurt at home on Wednesday or are they away? I'm not sure. They might be 
away. I'm thinking they're at home. Maybe. But they're probably at home because I haven't seen any traveling content yet. Yeah. So the cool thing about this is that, I don't know if you saw, but the um, Green Bay Packers played the New York Giants at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium yes. on Sunday morning. Yes. Have you watched the video where they change out the turf? Yes. It's They like deconstruct it. They de I would love to see it. Yeah, it's really, really cool um, what a modern stadium can do. And, and I didn't realize, but they actually, it's not like they reline the existing turf. They just take the soccer grass, pull it back, and upload the football, football field. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand how that works. How yeah. is that grass still alive if it's we under a stadium? We don't know. That's I don't a know. Great question. <laughs> I've got question. questions. I would like to go to on a tour and see that happen and yeah. ask all the questions. Yeah. 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 Well, another um, Premier League news: uh, Arsenal crushed Liverpool. Yep. And uh, City won yep. convincingly again. And Man U is showing some life. Yes. And again. Cristiano Ronaldo scored that goal. So I His think. 700 goal. goal. That's, that's a amazing. crazy statistic, but amazing. that's good. I think it's good for global football when Ronaldo is doing well. I agree. And he's such a clinical finisher. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's some guys who, who would have the ball in a breakaway down the left side and you'd be like, oh my gosh, is he even going to reach the net? Is his left foot? Doable? Yeah. You know, Ronaldo just pushed it right past um, the keeper. It was just a really, really great finish. So yep. anyway, it's, you know, I'm actually starting to like watching United because you never know what you're going to get. I know. And it's like a drama. And who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's so good. It's, it's good to see the chaos and you know you yeah. they have crazy people on the bench they like they bench Ronaldo sometimes they have Harry Maguire the former captain on the bench I he mean it hasn't played in I don't know how long I I know I don't even I don't know what he's gonna do how he do you in, like he might be in the, he might play in the European Conference League which that's is true venue is relegated to at this point yep yeah that huh. and Barca is also relegated there I believe Barcelona is? I'm pretty wow, sure. Wow, they're top of table in La Liga, too. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's That's good. Awesome. Now, no. there's a petition flying around England, Maddie. Yeah. Tell us about this petition. This petition, so I guess you can petition the UK Parliament on their website, and you can just make a petition. And if it reaches over 100,000 signatures, the UK Parliament is legally required to debate the topic. Ah. Now... This is something that is funny, but probably a little bit more, I don't know. But there's a, there was a petition created that um, ar argued for the kicking out of Erling Holland uh, out of the UK because he was scoring too many goals and ruining the game <laughs> of soccer. And so that had over 1.8 million signatures. Wow. So will the UK parliament debate it? Probably not that's like just a crazy thing just a, I guess a random side quest of some European soccer fans but yeah we're gonna have to put our team on that Maddie to see whether or not that actually comes up for debate do we I have know. any people in parliament yeah uh, not that I know of we must have a twitter feed we, we should we should be able to find a twitter feed there's, there's gotta, gotta be, be we gotta find the twitter the best twitter feed in the English parliament okay I'll make a note about that right now <laughs> figure that out yeah, because I want news of this Erling Holland debate. This could I'd, be interesting. It could be interesting. I don't think they'll do it. But yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah. 
Huh. All right. Oh. Well, we're going to oh, go ahead, Manny. We can't forget Christian Pulisic scored. Oh, he did. That is so, so great. I forgot about that. Yes, I was. Um, I'm kind of glad to see Chelsea turning it around a little bit yeah. just because, you know, you root for American ownership and you root for Christian Pulisic. Yep. And that's yep. it. I was following, um, I wasn't watching that game. I can't remember where I was, but I was following the full commentary on ESPN. And it sounded like from the commentary that he was pretty active, especially early on in that game, making some good passes. Uh, he missed a couple shots that were close, a couple mm-hmm. saves. So hopefully that's a good sign from Pulisic. Maybe hopefully. Um, Graham, Graham Porter, Potter, will, Potter yep. you will play him more. Hoping. Yep. Here's to hoping. But good mojo for the World Cup coming. Yep. Now, before we um, skip back across the pond, we have to answer a crucial question from the podcast from last week. And that is, we were learning about Queen uh, Margaret of Denmark. Yes. And how she removed four of her eight grandchildren's royal titles, correct? Correct. And the big question was, how is she related to Prince Charles? And as we suspected, she... Well, I'm sorry, like King Charles mm-hmm. is a descendant of Queen Victoria. Yes. And my read is they are one, two, three, four, fourth cousins once removed. Okay. That's what I believe. I Yeah, I was looking at that chart in Wikipedia and I said, I'm not even going to try to decipher that. Send it so immediately. Here's yeah. the deal. The descendants of Queen Victoria who are in the royal houses or ruling the royal houses in Europe are King Charles III, King Harold of Norway. Norway, yep. Did we tell you about the um, Netflix series about the royal family of Norway and how they went from Norway to the United States and the Queen no. of Norway? It's, I'm, gonna I'm not watch sure that. if it's Netflix or, um, or HBO or something. Anyway, look at, look at it. It's I, called I'll Atlantic watch that Crossing. Okay, putting it it's right. It's very good. And it's got some good speculation in there that um, King Olaf, queen, his wife, had a relationship with FDR. So you'll appreciate oh, that. Oh, I'm going to eat that right up. Yep. Anyway, their son, King Harold, is a descendant. Queen Margaret of Denmark. King Carl of Sweden. So there are just a whole bunch of them. And the interesting thing is the queen's husband, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, also descendant. a descendant of Queen Victoria. <laughs> so King Charles's parents were both were cousins and descended from Queen Victoria. That's just how it rolls it's in just the royal how it, family. It does. And I was thinking about that. It was like when they got married, what was it, in the 30s, 1930s? When they got married, I, I was like, is that too, shouldn't have we moved past the the marrying the cousins and then i remembered fdr also married a cousin yes. around that time so i think they got married in the late 40s if i'm not yep. mistaken but um yeah you people do it all the time it turns out um that if, when you're first cousins you only share a little over eight percent of your genetic material so it won't so screw- there's, not, <laughs> there's something to be overcome as we know especially from the uh russian royal family but yeah. um in the habsburgs but, yeah, and the Hasbrook, they had it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 8%, 8%. Once you're third cousins, it's like 0.125%. So it's nothing. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so any listener out there married to your cousin, we think you're in the clear. We think you're in the clear. That's exactly right. 
All right, we're gonna. <laughs> We're going to skip back across the pond to the United States, and there's just a lot going on. The drama in, uh, in Tampa right now is fierce. So yeah. we have the reports that Tommy and Giselle have hired divorce lawyers, and they may be on their way out. Now, yeah. do we know anything more? No, we don't know anything more than that they possibly have hired divorce attorneys. There's yeah. been no statement nothing do we think it's true i well giselle budgeon isn't wearing her wedding ring anymore oh did she used to yes and so i i'm nervous i yeah. i i'm just not gonna 100 percent believe it until i see a official statement coming from the pair yeah because yeah. i can't handle that yeah i mean you yeah. think if the audience thinks Danny Rick was an issue for you, wait till they see if this is an issue. Good Lord. I know. I mean, you've had a rough few weeks. First the queen, I, then Danny Rick, and then Tommy and Giselle. I, mean, I, I don't know. I just, I guess the world is out to get me this week. Yeah, you got to really testing me. Wearing your shirts inside out or something to, I know. to reverse the curse. We got to reverse the curse. Yeah. yeah. And uh, speaking of the queen, it looks like now Harry and Meghan, who I guess we can sort of consider Americans at this point. I yeah. Mean, certainly Meghan, but... Um, they made a documentary with Netflix and now they're yes. backtracking? Like what's yes. going on there? So they re they recorded like a documentary with Netflix and they are releasing like a book about their separation from the royal family. However, there are reports coming from both the book and the movie that, they, that Harry and Meghan want to backtrack on a few things that they stated due to the death ah. of the queen. But we've also ha heard reports from Netflix that Netflix is not going to let that happen. Well, who controls production of the, of the documentary? Is it part of Harry and Meghan's production company? Well, it depends because you can have multiple producers. Oh. So that, it should, it, be, it should be interesting. That is something that we have to also keep tracking. We need a, you know what, Maddie? We need a royal watcher. Who's our, who's our royal watcher that we follow on Twitter? I don't know. I just kind of do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> And that, that's, I have, I follow like a lot of accounts and like a few uh, TikTok accounts, you know, I keep tabs, you know. Does the royal family gotta, have a TikTok? No, they don't, but they have Instagram. Oh, they do. And I follow them on Instagram. Okay. I didn't follow Charles and uh, Camilla on Instagram, but I followed the royal family account and the Duke yeah. and Duchess of Sussex account. Yeah. And then one day I looked on Instagram and it said I was following the Prince and Princess of Wales right after the death. And I said, I'm most certainly not subscribed to that. I'm not following Oh, because that. that is the new prince and princess of Wales. Turns out it was Kate and Wills. Yeah. So then I was like, actually, I am following that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you, you've got to make sure that you keep up with the times because yeah. instantaneously upon the queen's death, all of these things happen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is going on with the American royal family, specifically the Hiltons and Paris Hilton? Yeah. Is she missing her dog? Yes. What happened? Paris, oh, I forgot to put, put it on a few weeks ago, and I just remember it. Paris Hilton's dog, Diamond Baby, which is a, one of her most well-loved dogs. Very, yeah. She loves all of her dogs. I wouldn't say most well, but most well-known dog, Diamond Baby, is missing. Oh, my. And it happened when, like, it was in the back their backyard, and something happened, and the dog... The, the either it was Paris was watching the dog or the dog watcher was watching the dog 
and the dog just disappeared from their backyard. Right now, I believe there is an up to $10,000 reward for information on where this dog is. And you can return the dog, no questions asked, no charges will be made, and you will receive the $10,000. Now, Maddie, where was this dog located? We have to orient our listeners to the right I, geographic I believe be the, it was in California, maybe Beverly Hills area, maybe, okay. maybe that other Calabasas, one yep. of the gated ones. Somewhere up in there. Yep. Okay, so, so we have to keep an eye out for Diamond Baby. Baby. Do you know what kind of dog it is? A Chihuahua. Oh my gosh. And uh, <laughs> do we know what color it is? It's black and brown and white. And Paris Hilton has spoken to multiple animal psychics that believe the dog is still alive. Okay, well then it must be true. It must be true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. just keep an eye out. Yeah, very good. And uh, sticking with the celebrity line here, what's the latest on Olivia Culpo? Okay, Olivia Culpo, this, she's a weirdly connected person to, well, she's famous. She's, she won Miss Universe and okay. then she was dating Nick Jonas. And then she and okay. Nick Jonas broke up. Yep. Then she started dating Danny Amendola. Playoff a, Danny? Amendola? Playoff Danny when he okay. was with the Patriots. Yeah. That ended incredibly messy with okay. an Instagram rant from Danny calling her crazy and messed oh, up. Oh, Danny let her have it. Yep. And now she's dating Christian McCaffrey. Oh, he's a Colorado boy. Colorado boy. We like his dad's mustard, I believe. We right? do. Yeah. I yep. had some on my turkey sandwich this morning or this afternoon. Yes. And so she has two other sisters. One of them is dating, her younger sister is dating that guy on the jets who has the blonde hair what's his name it is dating some jets player okay braxton braxton i don't know i this is braxton not my something specialty uh, but i trust yeah. you yes braxton something and um now olivia copal and her two sisters i assuming are going to get a keeping up with the kardashians type of tv show on oh, really? tlc yes yeah. So if you're a TLC fan and you want to watch Keeping Up with the Culpos, Keeping Up with the Culpos, it's coming yeah. out soon. So I just wow. thought we could throw that in there because it's a good connection to you kind know what? of. We say our show is the intersection of sports, politics, and celebrity gossip. I mean, Olivia Culpo might be our be poster it. child. That's true because if you think about politics, she was Miss Universe and that's a little weird like political stage absolutely we like miss congeniality anyway mm -hmm. right i mean mm -hmm. that was a great movie so it's a great movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right all right um what's this next celebrity update here it looks like there's oh. there's something that's going to start next week i i oh yes me... yeah so there everybody there's this annual meme on the internet called christian girl autumn okay and that's not necessarily where you're christian it's just when you wear your scarves and you take pictures in front ah, yeah. of the leaves and you wear your Ugg boots and your, your fall accessories. Yeah. And the poster child of Christian Girl Autumn is um, Caitlin Covington because she her pictures were the ones that got famous when this joke started. And she's announced that it will start this week as she is taking her pictures in Vermont. Do we know where? No, we do not know where but I'm sure we can find out where for the next podcast. I think 
Maddie, I think you should absolutely sleuth Twitter and find out where, because we will be in Vermont next weekend. And oh, if, we we have to, if we have to hunt this person down to photobomb <laughs> her, I think we should. Okay. I think, you know what? I forgot about that. We'll see where Caitlin Covington is going to be. And how do we know Caitlin Covington? Is she just like an internet meme star? Yeah, she's just, yeah, she's, yeah, exactly that. She's just an internet meme influencer. And wow. she seems to be quite nice. Yeah. Reports. And so it's, it's good to have those happy news, happy news, like <laughs> Caitlin Covington <laughs> taking her Christian girl autumn photos. I actually don't even know if she's religious. She oh. could be, but I haven't done a deep dive into her. Okay. Well, that might be something that we should do as well. Yes. Deep dive into Caitlin Covington. Yes. All right. Well, let's see. We've got uh, two more segments left. The yep. first one is, um, what's up with the sisters this week? I don't know. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know. I haven't talked to them. Well, Catherine's home. Catherine's home. Yes. Yep. She's been doing very well. <laughs> and um, she's home from college for four days. We have to get up at 4.45 in the morning, tomorrow morning, to bring her to the airport. Brutal. Yeah. That's the, when you're flying west to east, that's the bummer about yeah, it. Yeah, that is. But we've, we've enjoyed having her at home very much. Yes. And then Me, you were with the cousins. I was with the cousins. I did, um, I did some uh, high ropes yesterday. Oh, how'd that go? It went well. I did high ropes course. I did the black to the double black. Okay. And I have some thoughts on the high ropes course. One, it could, we could easily build a high ropes course in Maine. Yeah. Um, because I do not think safety is really an element in a high ropes course. <laughs> Some of the trees were quite small and yeah. swaying. Yeah. So you'd stand on the platform about 60 feet up off the air and just kind of sway with the trees when it was yeah. windy. And then other things they had, you hooked yourself into um, basically just a large tether and you just jump off a 60 foot platform and just hope that this blade. Yeah wrap would save you from smacking the ground it did save me i yeah i definitely have some weird bruises from getting hit by some of the (laughs) as as they were called elements oh yeah there's some elements to the high ropes course yeah but the zip lines are good i think we should try to build a zip line okay that's good news yeah and you were saying something about bean yeah i I haven't talked to bean recently but i know she's building an elevator Yes, they are building an elevator in their house. So Bean, um, this past weekend, was with Michael out in Indiana for his college reunion. Oh, I would love to know. I'm excited to hear about how that I think that that itself should be a segment on our pod next week. Next week, (laughs) we'll have to get him on to discuss the college reunion. Right. (laughs) He went to Rose Holman in Indiana. So having, having the perspective of a bunch of Rose Holman grads would certainly be interesting. It would. It would. Yeah. All right. Um, and let's uh, check out page six here. See what we have at the top of that news. Page six is coming up now. Oh, no. Right. Eileen Ryan, legendary access, actress and Sean Penn's mom died. She was 94 years old. I didn't know Sean Penn was a Nepo baby. I don't know what that means. What's a Nepo baby? Nepotism. Oh, yes. Nepotism He's a Nepo. Yeah, yes. Yep. yep, absolutely. Wow. More do you learn. And then, Maddie, it feels like Ye is going off the rails again. 
Yeah, Kanye West is struggling. Uh, well, I don't know if he's struggling, but Kanye West is getting into a lot of internet heat because of some things he has posted on Instagram and yeah. Twitter that have caused him to be, uh, ha- his access to his accounts has been removed on both yeah. Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> so he's and, been misbehaving. Yes, he's been saying some stuff. Maybe he, he shouldn't put, some stuff you shouldn't post on the internet. Yeah. Um, yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's see, that's it for page six. Now, what about oh, Twitter? That your Twitter feed. Let's see. Here we go. I'll pull mine up. You know, mine is not nearly as exciting as yours. Usually there's some local Broncos news or yeah. something going on. Let's see. Going right to the top. Right to the top. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing really of interest. Mine is just let's see what else Mine, i will say I, as i think i told you i started to follow the university of texas's football team just because yes. it's feels like it's been such a train wreck the past few years um, they're getting very optimistic down in texas about their football team um, which means of course <laughs> things are about to come off the rails so we'll have to see how that goes yeah we have to see about that especially because they have arch manning right Yes, but that's not until next year. Next year, right. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a Cooper's son, the one with the short arms, right? That's right. Cooper's son, indeed. Yeah. Yep. The so. third and forgotten Manning, one might say. Exactly. Bonus, so, the bonus Manning. The bonus Manning. What do you have at the top of yours? The top of my feed is um, just, oh, it's just some, just some football fans at Kansas City going crazy. Oh, we got a tweet from Fabrizio Romano. Right, let's see what he's have to say. Uh, just some. Oh, Tiago Silva on Chelsea contract. The time where Tiago said the time will come to talk. It could be before or after the World Cup. Yeah. But who knows what's going on with Tiago? And then, oh yes, also on the top of my Twitter feed is the Spurs are considering a a deal. The Spur Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and Google are in the works of a deal. It's oh, naming rights. It seems like it could be naming rights. Yes. Oh, wow. That's, um, that would be amazing for Tottenham. That'd be another source yeah. of income, right? And I'm just saying that if Tottenham was sponsored by both Coca-Cola and Google, they are looking a lot like McLaren. Oh, I didn't know that that was a linkage there. That's a linkage. And <laughs> finally, let's see. Yeah, not much. Just a lot of soccer and football talk. And yeah. yeah. Oh, and a little bit of a little bit of F1 making some jokes about the overspending on food. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got to keep the champion fed. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. it was good. It, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. All right, Moo. Well, I think All that's right. about it. Yes, I think so. Well, Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, once again, this is Season 1, Episode 5 of the What, what Suits, Suits You podcast. You. Maddie, where can they find us on the line? They can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok uh, at What Suits You Pod. Follow us there for some good content. We tweet random times in the week when I realize that we should probably be doing that. And our TikTok and Instagram are continually in a work of progress, but will be running smoothly shortly. Okay. Sounds good.
All right, I'm John Suter. It's nice to see you all. Bye. See you, Matthew. Love you.